Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Before we start, this talk show is presented by Big Water Cabins. Big Water Cabins are located in Pillager, Minnesota, located just southeast of Brainerd, about 14 miles. No matter the season, the location of this home will always provide entertainment. Close to Brainerd, Nisswa, Gull Lake, Maddens, Craggins, Cuyuna State Park, Mount Skigull, Brainerd International Racetrack, and much, much more. The property lets you take advantage of many activities in the area, including fishing, skiing, biking, hiking, shopping, golfing, snowmobiling, and once again, much, much more. There are five total cabins sitting on four and a half acres. Only two are open until May. That means just two of the cabins being open in the wintertime. The main cabin can easily sleep 10. Cabin number two is one bedroom, queen, one bath, and has a full kitchen and living room. The saloon will be open for, the, for use during the winter months. In the saloon, there is a bar equipped with a mini fridge, pizza oven, dartboard, poker table, other games, and a smart TV. During summer months, all of the cabins are open and the property can sleep up to 20. High-speed internet, Wi-Fi, or high-speed Wi-Fi, sorry, sauna, smart TVs, dartboard, poker table, gas grill, and washer and dryer all available. The property offers privacy and fun. There's so much to do and we love hosting all groups. Whether you're looking for a family reunion, friends getaway trip, team retreat, or work party, all are welcome at Big Water Cabins. Visit airbnb.com backslash h backslash big water cabins for winter bookings and for summer, spring, fall bookings, visit airbnb.com backslash h backslash big water getaway. Let's get into the show. your favorite podcast <laughs> the bauer hour favorite monday morning podcast or sunday night podcast whichever floats your boat yeah or tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday whenever you're listening doesn't matter thank you for listening <laughs> greatly appreciated sitting across from me is my beautiful wife amy bauer hello how are you? Good. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Just had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that. Had a baby. Yeah. Got some updated equipment here too. So you might hear a little bit more of our mouths. We're going to try not to do any ASMR or any weird stuff with our mouths, but. Yeah, no click clacking or. Anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. It's an adjustment. We're figuring it out still, but we upgraded the mic, so hopefully the audio is a little bit better this season. And um, if you got any feedback, as always, we're we're all ears. Back to the baby. 
Back to the baby. Let's tell Lula's story. You want to start? Where are we starting from? Wherever you want. Conception. <laughs> January. <laughs> when and where? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Along came it, Lula. It was in, you were induced. I was induced. So, as most people know, we did not find out whether she was a girl or a boy. And, uh, yeah, so the whole pregnancy, I definitely thought a boy. You kind of felt the same, right? I felt the same. It was the same pregnancy. Very lucky to have relatively easy pregnancies. No nausea, no sickness, nothing like that. Yeah, you're good at being pregnant. Yeah, my body, I think, kind of likes it. (laughs) Good for you. Don't get any ideas, though. Skin looks good. Seriously, your body like accepts pregnancy really well. It does. I'm lucky. I am lucky. But anyways, so I for sure thought we were having a boy based off my symptoms. Now, jump to induction. <laughs> induction day. Sunday, October 2nd. What's the date today, by the way? We should state that. She's a week old. It's October 9th. 9 o'clock. Lady Lula is a week. One week old today. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I think you can start part of the induction day. Induction day? Being that. We had a little bit of a hiccup. (laughs) Started out really tough. Yeah. Started out not fun. Amy doesn't do good with needles. I do okay with needles. I don't like them. I will never voluntarily get a needle stuck in my vein. No thanks. No, I don't think anyone would voluntarily, but you're no. like definitely closing your eyes and looking the other way when you get a shot. Well, people, people like go and volunteer to get their blood drawn. True. I'm not those that person. Yeah. It's a good thing to do, but I am not good with needles. <laughs> Exactly. You're not good with needles. That's all I was saying. But, okay, anyways. You you can continue. All right. So, I mean, they prick you. Standard procedure is they draw blood to test for a bunch of things. Your blood type and run a few other tests. And so they start to look for a vein, find one, poke me. She's been in there for what felt like hours. And it's a weird feeling. And I don't even know if she was even taking blood. Yeah, I don't know. It was taking a long time. It's taking a long time. She went in a spot that no one has ever put a needle in a vein. And you were squeezing my hand really hard. Yeah. I don't like it. Because I could feel it. You can feel it go in. That's like not a big deal. But like when you can feel the needle in your vein after. That was Wally. (laughs) (laughs) Wally snoring. (laughs) Shout out, Wally. (laughs) Um, it's a weird feeling when you can feel the needle inside your vein. Cause those are like an inch long. Right. Roughly. I mean, I don't know for sure, but they're not. Well, he's just, our background <laughs> noise is just going to be Wally snoring. <laughs> they're not short. So anyways, I could feel that in there. And then I got really lightheaded, which I was expecting to happen because when, um, we got induced with Wrigley, I had the same feeling come over me. 
and asked for a wet rag and all was good. This time I asked for a wet rag. Yeah. And then the nurse went to go get the wet rag. Which is only five steps away. It's just in the bathroom. Yeah. In the room. It's not far. And Amy's eyes rolled in the back of her head and she started vomiting and choking on her own vomit. And it was just me and her. So I, I mean, immediately kind of freaked out, started yelling for the nurse and grabbed Amy's back, started hitting her in the back so that she would <laughs> stop. <laughs> I am not so present stop, for this. So she would stop choking and tilting her head forward. And then she ended up puking a bunch of it out. All of it. All of it out. And... They called the code blue. Called the code blue. Whole team's in there figuring out. Amy's got, I got puke on my shirt. I got puke in my hair. I'm standing up after everyone's in there. I'm about to pass out. So <laughs> I leave the room. <laughs> and I'm just getting cleaned up. I'm just, they were all so nice and kind. Yeah, and they were good. They, I mean, as you can imagine, throwing up kind of in that position. Not an ideal way to start Not a pregnancy. I, no. Or an induction. No, but they were awesome. Like I said, they cleaned me up. They got a wet rag, wiped my face, chest, wherever puke landed. Yeah. Got it in my hair. They helped with that. And then they gave us some space. Yep. They said, take your time. For an hour or so. Because they did not get the blood they needed. No. So they had to, they had to prick her again. Six more times. Yeah. That was tough. <laughs> that sucked. They did, they did bring in the anesthesiologist. Yeah. Because what was it? Three or four different nurses mm-hmm. came in. Three different nurses came in and tried. Couldn't do it. And each one had poked me like. Three times. Two two <laughs> times. Um, two or three times. One of them poked me twice. And the second one poked me like three times. And then they called the anesthesiologist. And he got it. But. Barely. He like didn't get enough still. Yeah. he. My they were just like, all right, we trust you that you don't have syphilis. <laughs> right Which isn't I, that what they said that was one they're like okay we're pretty sure and i'm like i don't have it yeah i didn't so, have it my last pregnancy i don't have it this pregnancy yeah and i have been faithful yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no question anyways they said do all those there's other stuff they run for as well but they only could get so much blood because they they lost their chance and amy's veins are usually like juicy they're juicy you usually have they're your, like like your worms. veins are always showing in they're your hands. always popping even right now they're popping yeah like it's not hard no you got juicy veins i got juicy veins and they picked the one they picked a vein and i'm pretty sure it's my cephalic vein if anyone knows what that is if you're in the medical world you'll know um in my forearm which is you can't see that one on my arm I mean, you can see a little bit. Can you see it right now? Mm. Like, it's it's right here. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But my veins everywhere else. They're good to go. They look like you put a needle in them. Yeah. Anyways, so that's how we started induction day. They gave us some time. Poked me six more times. Finally got what they needed, or just enough. And then we started Pitocin. What's Pitocin? It's like, a, I don't know exactly 
what it is, but it's it like a like fake. Hurries up your labor, right? Well, it just like it's like a it's a hormone. It's like oxytocin, but it's pitocin. It's just a way to like try and get your body to start laboring. It's artificial, I would say. Okay. I don't know. Anything? That's it, really. Anyways. So we started Pitocin. That usually doesn't really do anything for me, or so I think. I don't know. I don't think it does anything for me. Um, it gets you more dilated, doesn't it? it or gets so, you dilated it's quicker? So, well, it's supposed to help, I think. As far as I know, it's supposed to help like push labor along. I don't think it does for anything for me in like the first parts of labor. Because we always end up breaking my water because Pitocin's not doing anything. It's supposed to help with like contractions, get your contractions going, and then which should help dilate. It's like a domino effect. Right. But like I said, I don't think it does anything for me. So I always end up breaking my water. I'm two for two on that. Mm-hmm. So they broke my water. And then after that, um,. Contractions started probably within an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, what time did they break your water? I feel like it was like must have been five. Like, what? No. Noon. Yeah. Was it noon? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, it was. It was early. Er, earlier. And we, then we hung out for six more hours. Yeah, we almost followed the same labor as Wrigley. Because I'm. Oh, yeah, because we took a nap and everything after you. Yeah. I mean, they broke my water, like, anywhere from 1130 to 1230. Right. And then I ended up getting the epidural around 330 or 4, which is, like, nearly the same timeline with Wrigley. So. What time was Wrigley born? 842 or 43. (laughs) I should look that up. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get that wrong. Yeah. That's all right. Um, so they broke my water. You know, contraction started probably an hour and a half. It started later than the first time than with Wrigley. So I was I was sketched out by that. I just I don't know if I ever told you. It was that. kind of it, we were kind of getting weird vibes the whole day. Yeah. I mean, it started off on a bad on a bad note. Yeah. But we were also, it was like, it was so much different of a pregnancy or of a induction, like hosp- induction yeah, hospital visit, I was going to say, um, yeah. than Wrigley. Yeah. Um, got my epidural at 3.30-ish, 4. And I think I was three centimeters dilated up until they, they checked me once. And then checked me after the epidural. And at that point, I was at a five to six. I'm sure a lot of people listening don't know what that even means. Although women know. The women may know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, being three centimeters dilated or five to six centimeters dilated is, is your cervix opening. Yeah. For, and it's about 10 centimeters is, when you're actually going to be having the it's baby. It's complete, or, yeah. yeah. So at five o'clock is when they met... Or, uh, Measured me? Is that the right word? Yeah. Measured? Checked. Checked. Did the cervical check. Um, that was a five. I was at a five to six. And then roughly 
like an hour later. Yeah, hour, hour and 15, twenty. Hour yeah, fifteen. Because yeah, you pushed. I mean, you were pushing for. I pushed for twelve minutes. Twelve minutes, and that baby just shot out. Okay, that sounds terrible. When <laughs> <laughs> <And> it's true, <laughs> um, kind of did, didn't they? Yeah, I mean. Or she. She. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. So, you can always feel when you're like ten centimeters or just about because. Right. You were like. I'm ready to go. I'm like, you, well, you just get so much pressure down there. Yeah. And they checked and they're like, yeah, you're, you're nine and three fourths there. Yeah. Let's do this let's thing. Just one little part of it needs to dilate more and you're good. I was like, sweet. They came in in like 20 minutes and they're like, you're a 10. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And then we, <laughs> I, pushed you pushed i didn't, I pushed. I didn't push <laughs> I, I maybe pushed. pushed on your back a little bit to try and encourage you yeah um push for 12 mitch helps deliver he always he helped with wrigley and uh helped with lula as well first one to touch the baby yeah which is pretty cool yeah is that hot hot hike <laughs> just kidding kind of kind of <laughs> um yeah, so Mitch helped pull her out. Amy thought I was going to joke and say the opposite. Well, everyone who knows you knows you joke. So I can see you. <laughs> but like, did I? It's a boy. I, I was actually so <laughs> focused on not dropping her. That a fresh I did, baby. I, I didn't even check. Well, yeah. I forgot to check. I put her on you, and then I checked. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, it's a girl. I forgot. Which I was so surprised. Yeah. There was, I, I was wasn't. so sure. I had that. I had a feeling. You had a feeling. I only had a feeling every time I touched the box. Which is weird. Which Do is, you want to explain the box? The box is, so only one person knew what I was having. That was my coworker, Brooke. Shout out, Brooke, for the, for the best secret ever. Um, she knew what I was having and I sent her over an outfit for a boy or girl and Venmoed her and she bought the outfit and then wrapped in a little present, gave it to me and it just sat in my hospital bag for a month before she arrived. And And Amy said anytime she picked up that box, she felt girl vibes. Yeah. I got strong girl vibes. Strong girl vibes. I don't know what it was. And I tried to like compare in my mind, I tried to compare weight, like looking back at the outfits I chose and I don't even remember what boy outfit I chose. So I couldn't even compare weight. So I was like, maybe it's heavier. Maybe that means girl. Or maybe that means boy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a girl. It was a girl. It was girl vibes. And I should have listened to that. Yeah. Well, you just wanted to contradict me because no. I had the girl feeling the day before it hit me. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, of 10 months, just, one day Mitch felt girl and stuck with it. So weird. <laughs> and I, like before that, I wasn't guessing. People were People asking, asking me, what do you think it is? And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to guess and I don't have any inkling. You don't so want to I'm not going to guess. You just didn't want to be wrong. I'm not just going to shoot in the dark. Why? Because I didn't have any inkling. That's what if guess, I feel something, then I will guess. guessing is. I know, but. We have, humans have a sixth sense and that's facts. And that sixth sense came into power the day before. And I was like, 
it just hit me. I was like, it's a girl. I know it. And then I told you 20 times probably the day of the pregnancy. Induction. Induction. Same thing. No. Kind of. Pregnancy is 10 months. Induction is one day. True. So that was that was fun. Another really fun part of labor was when the nurse <laughs> took all these wonderful pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> the most ridiculous pictures ever. Took pictures the entire time Amy was pushing. And by wonderful, I mean... I don't even know the word. I can't even think of a word. Raw. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. Un, yeah. Uncensored. Uncensored. But kind of censored. But because, not kind of censored. Because there's a light shining on. Yeah. So this is a fun picture to paint. Yeah. I have, you know, birthing position. I'm birthing on my back. Not this, everyone, Not everyone does it. I did it. Well, she asked to take pictures. She said, so do you want pictures? And I didn't say anything because I my legs yes. are in stirrups and my whole lower half is out in I everyone's yes face. And because I didn't think she would get your <laughs> genitalia in there. I was like, oh, yeah, great. Get pictures of like our reaction when we find out yeah. what gender it is. Which we did get a picture of that, but we also, yeah, but also in that picture. In it. <laughs> we had to crotch crop. Yeah. There's a lot of... But it is still a good picture. It's a cool picture. And one day we'll share it, maybe, with the cropped the cropped picture. Yeah. I mean, you can't see anything even in the regular pictures because there's a big light beaming. But you can still see. But I mean, it's just a weird picture in general. Yeah. My face says everything. And it was so funny when she was taking the pictures. She's like, oh my gosh, it's perfect. The light is covering everything. Yeah. Looking back, it's not. And then we looked... An hour later, and we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> we both started <laughs> laughing. Yeah. These pictures are ridiculous. They're ridiculous. They're cool to have. Yeah. But they will never see the light of day. Yeah, we'll be happy that she took them one day, I think. Uh, yeah. As long as we crop a little bit. And, yeah. You know. Put them in a hidden album yeah, put them that in no one will ever see. Passcode, two-factor two authentication. See, now I'm, like, worried because, you know how. Authorization. Your photos back up to, like, ours back up to Amazon. <laughs> the Am- <laughs> <laughs> Amazon has my garage. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, Amazon's got everything. They're taking over the world. They probably have way more than just your garage. They probably don't care about probably my garage anyways. Yeah. No, not at all. I got other crotches to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So those pictures were cool. I've never had cool, anything like weird. that. Cool, but weird. Yeah. Cool, but weird, but raw, but cool. Because you get our reaction, which is awesome. You also get Mitch pulling Lula out. Like you get her head just barely out. It, they're just wild pictures. They're wild pictures. Like these are textbook pictures for what? Right. Yeah. This is something you'd see in health class. Yeah. Like the video, <laughs> like the, the real and the raw. Right. So, yeah. And then she arrived and it was good. Yeah, she had the cord was wrapped around her neck twice. Yeah, which which I knew because I'm an ultrasound tech. Um, so like I said, Brooke knew the gender. She, Brooke was the only one to scan me, so Brooke would scan every now and then, and she found that. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I mentioned it to one of the midwives I saw, and she, she's like, "Yeah, she's like, it's fine. Like they all." They, they all will have all have it, and we know how to d- 
deal with it. Yeah. It's just, I think it's a good heads up just in case. Like if you see it on ultrasound, just showing it. Or if you know you have it, just letting the provider that's going to deliver you, your child, know. Yeah. I mean, Maple Grove Hospital delivers 5,000 babies a year. So they probably run into that. Often. Pretty often. Like I'm pretty sure the percentage for that is relatively high. Yeah. I don't you know. You want to shoot a number out there? I want, I mean. You want to say like 90%? No, maybe it's not, maybe relatively high is not their correct word. I was going to say, I don't know why. Over I, half? Yeah. I was going to say 43%, which is still kind of, that's high. That's less than half. I know, but that's just a shot in the dark. Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have guessed. Yeah, so you didn't have an didn't inkling. Have an, <laughs> an inkling. <laughs> don't guess without an inkling. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um. Anyways. We stayed there for two days. Yeah, we only wanted to stay one night. Yeah. But they kind of forced us into that second night. Yeah. Because is Billy Ribbon. Ribbon. <laughs> Her Billy Ribbon was... I knew I was going to botch that. It was Billy just, Ribbon. It was on the... Did mo- I say his too? Yeah. His. Her, Her. Billy Ribbon. Because Wrigley had high Billy Ribbon. It was on the higher side of intermediate is what she said. Well, and they just wanted to make sure that it wasn't spiked. Yeah. Hers, the was, next day. hers was mild, that high risk. Yeah. And it did not spike the next day. It literally went like it went parallel like, almost. Yeah. So we could have left. But we didn't because it wasn't worth leaving. No. Um, and Billy Rubin is, see, I don't know what this is exactly, but every baby has, they always get checked for it. It's always high and it'll follow a trend that goes higher. And then the more they feed, the more they eat and pee, yeah, it pee peaked, and poop, it, it, it goes away. like five days, right? Something like that. I don't five know. Five days after birth. It makes you jaundice. Jaundice is when your skin looks yellow and whatnot. Right. But she did not, in my opinion, did not look jaundiced. No, and she Compared still to doesn't. Wrigley. Wrigley looked jaundiced. Looking back, he looked jaundiced. Yeah, for people wondering where our kids are right now, Wrigley's sleeping and Lula is right behind us sleeping. Yeah, so she could wake up at any point. She could wake up at any point, yeah. Oh, look at her. She's got her little hands right next to her face. Yeah, she's pretty. She's a little girl. Yeah. Miss Lady. Miss Lady. She's a Miss Lady. Mr. Man and Miss Lady. Mr. Man, Miss Lady. Um, What else can we talk about her? She has been an... I don't want to jinx it. Knock on some She wood. has been an awesome baby. Awesome. She sleeps. I mean, she's been just, I feel like she sleeps 18 hours a day. I mean, she's a newborn. They sleep a lot, but she is not fussy. Not fussy. She eats really well. She eats really well. Sleeps she really well. Sleeps really well. Even at night, we get like three to four hour stretches. So if we go to bed at like 1130, 11, we'll feed her like at that time. She'll wake up at like four. And then, yeah. And then not until 7, 7 or 8. 8 a.m. the next day, yeah. So it feels like we're only waking up once. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Which could change. Which could change. Hopefully it doesn't, and hopefully her stretches get longer. Eventually. Not right now. But... She's sleeping in the middle of us. Yeah, we have a king bed, which we didn't have with Wrigley. And this is the best decision. Yeah, there's so much room. So much room, and she sleeps in a snuggle me, a little infant lounger pillow right in between us. 
That way we can stare at her before we go to bed too. <laughs> or we can cuddle with her. Or we can cuddle. We'll put our pillows probably pretty close to her and, <laughs> and stare at her until we fall asleep. Yeah. It is a safe situation set up that we have. Very safe, yeah. Yeah. There's some people sleep with their babies. Like was, not in the snuggle me, right? And yeah. the baby will just roll and feed whenever they feel like well, it. Well, not at this age, but yeah. Yeah. They'll sleep with them. Yeah, and it's probably not a good habit to continue. Like we probably want to cut this off at some point. She'll move to her crib probably three months-ish. Right. Um. Yeah. But she's been awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. She's a huge blessing. She is wonderful, Miss Lula. How are you feeling? Good. Better than after Wrigley. Can't complain. There's really not much to it. Don't need to go into detail because no one cares. I think people care. About some of those details. Well, I think people want to know. I think there's a lot of people that probably listen that haven't had kids or have maybe only gone through the experience once or... You know, that are curious, what's it like? Like, well, how am I going to feel after I give birth? Well, it just depends on your birthing story. With Rig- Yeah, everybody's different. But Yeah, I mean, with Wrigley, with that one, my boobs were so, so engorged <laughs> after yeah. delivery. They hurt so bad. I looked... They were massive. Ridiculous. They were, they, you looked like you had implants that were, you asked for the biggest size implants, like size G. Yeah. They were monster. It was so painful. It was like two bowling balls on my chest. Like imagine that, that is hard to breathe. Yeah. Also. Yeah. So this go around with Lula did not have it that bad. Like with Wrigley, that engorgement, I was in tears. Like, I, I cried. You remember that? Oh, yeah. You called nurses. You're like, I, like, what can I do to help her? I'm looking up on YouTube, what, what, how to milk my wife. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was the worst. And that was something no one told me about. Mm. So, this go around. Yeah, that was the one unexpected thing. Oh, that was the worst. I hated that. But even your first pregnancy with Wrigley was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like I said, same pregnancies. Awesome. Like you were up and moving pretty quick after him, too. Mm-hmm. And you've been up and moving after Lou. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going on walks every day and getting outside. And it's not like you're just on bed rest. A little different situation this time. Yeah. Thank God. What do you mean? Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to discuss that. No. Um, We'll leave that up to the imagination. mm. (laughs) So this time recovery has been so much easier. And I'm sure maybe that comes with each pregnancy. I don't know. What do you think like a big part of you having really good pregnancies is? I have no idea. You think it's your health or like your diet or your workout regime or? Well, so the thing is, is with Wrigley, I worked out nearly every day during that whole pregnancy i had the time to and i wanted to and it was felt great with lula i didn't really work out as much honestly i probably didn't 
You still did. We went on a lot of walks. I mean, we went yeah. on long walks. Yeah, we went on walks. But I, like my normal routine with like with Wrigley, I would, you know, do hit workouts. I would do weight workouts. You crushed workouts every day. You worked way harder than I did when yeah. you were pregnant. Yeah, exactly. That's, yes. So this time around, I did not like, this was like, the other end of the spectrum it felt like to me because i had because you went so hard in the first one yeah is because i yeah did all the time and this one i just chasing after a toddler i did not have time or did not have the energy and it's kind of a workout in itself chasing him around yeah and so it was mostly just like low impact walking light weights if i even did weights and i'm talking i think the weights i have are like Like five not even one and a half one and a half they're like 1.5 kilograms at least you're moving i know but i didn't i hardly picked up those weights but still i can't i can't take credit for working out during this pregnancy because it was mostly just walking we were going on like two three mile walks every single day yeah more which is quite a bit and then I guess I also played volleyball. I did play volleyball, you every, volleyball Mondays. every Monday. So, yeah, I mean, I would say you were pretty active. I was moderately active. You just weren't, yeah, as active as you were in the first one, which you were like super active. But I definitely think that helps with pregnancy. But again, like I don't have the nausea or anything like that, so I don't know. I can't speak to what other people do in those situations and. Right, yeah, you didn't get nauseous at all no. during either pregnancies. No. Pregnancies were so good to you. Yeah. Make my hair grow. Yeah. They clear Your my skin, skin glow. Wow, it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I need a break. <laughs> How do you think Wrigley's reacting to his new sister? Mentor mm, man. Mentor. I think now. He's nuts. <laughs> yeah. At first, I didn't think, and I still kind of don't think he. I, I don't think you wanted to believe that he was acting different. But I think he would be acting this way anyways. Because he mm. doesn't like, he doesn't get jealous when I hold her. He doesn't care. No. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't resent her. He doesn't like go up and hit her. Yeah. He like. Honestly, he's just more clingy to us. Not to me. He's more whiny. He's not clingy to me. I just feel like he's clingy to me. He's clingy to you. But that's why I probably don't think he's much different. Now I think he's just crazy because he is crazy and being a toddler. Yeah, he's a very mobile toddler. If you have a toddler, you know that all they want is independence. They want to do everything themselves. And if it's not their choice, they don't want to do it. Yeah. Like he can't change his own diaper. We have to do that. Yeah. We have to fight him every day. To and change that's his diaper. not his choice. So now we, we wrestle. Yeah. It's a wrestling match. But today was actually good. I didn't wrestle him at all today. I think I changed two or three diapers. Yeah. I didn't wrestle him. He doesn't wrestle me too much. Yesterday I wrestled him a couple times. Yeah. Um, But. Like I said, I but don't know. But it's all part of it. I don't know. I, th- I mean, every everyone I've talked to said to expect that. I expect him to get 
jealous or more clingy or just not jealous a little bit different i wouldn't say he's jealous yeah maybe jealous is the wrong word but i would not say he's jealous he does not care if i'm holding her and i'm holding her often because i'm feeding her often yeah and he does he just comes up he'll run up and be like baby baby yeah kisses her on the forehead he's pretty cute and then run away like that's that's the extent of it he doesn't even know that it's a sister like she's stuck with us Oh, I think he knows now. I don't know. He doesn't call her sister. We just tell him to call her sister. I don't think he knows that connection yet. He like, might he yeah, might know he that she's she's here forever. But I don't know that he knows that it's a sister. Yeah, he probably I mean he doesn't understand that concept yet. No. He, but does he understand the concept of mom and dad? I don't like, know. He doesn't at that age you don't understand concepts like that. He just knows you as mommy and me as daddy. Or Mitchell and Amy. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, we're sometimes Mitchell, on first Mitchell. name first name basis with him. Yeah. That's okay though. It's kinda cool. It's kinda funny. He can call me Mitchell. Doesn't he can call me Mitchell, he can call me dad, he can call me daddy. I really could care less what he calls me. I mean you think he's changed, right? I thought I noticed it right away. I just thought he was extra whiny and extra clingy and and maybe I just didn't notice it before because I was with him all the time. You were with him all the time. Yeah. So Which, maybe he was whiny and clinging before that. I just didn't didn't notice. I mean, he was fighting me and us to get into his high chair. But we were two on one, and now it's yeah. Now it's one on one. One on one, man to man coverage. Man to man coverage still. It's the girls versus the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Not really though. Kinda. What do you mean girls versus the boys? Well, it's, it's, you mean like you're spending a lot of time with Lou? It's yeah, it's mostly me and Lou and you and uh Mr. because he just like the way he's acting and he just kind of throws his body around cuz whenever you hold him He's a little reckless. He's a little reckless, but if you try to redirect and you have to pick him up or anything like wrestling oh, him to get diapers you. like he just like, well, he's just moving his body to get away. Yeah. He's not like hitting us, but he's, you know, trying to get Maybe away. on accident. Yeah. Like, like he's elbow you in the chest. Yeah. Or... And for me, that freaking hurts. Yeah. Because I got tender boobs. Mm-hmm. So it's just been, that's kind of been out of my realm in the last week. That's for sure. That's a dad thing. Yeah. It's a dad job. But we're doing good. Me and him are hanging. Mm-hmm. We went to the park today. Yeah, you guys got a good re- routine. Yeah, we got a good routine going. So. Going to the child care center at Lifetime. He gets to hang out with some buddies over there. He's loving it. Yeah. Gets him really tired. Actually, it's a nice routine we have going. Wake up. Wrigley usually gets up anywhere between. He's got a broad range. 7.30 to 9.30. Yeah. He's all over. It could be anything. It's usually... It's a coin flip on when he's going to wake up. It's usually closer to past like eight. It's so eight or nice. later. The mornings when you get like an hour or two to do your thing before he gets up are the best. Yeah. Because then you're like prepared for him to wake up. You're you're awake enough to handle the energy. Right. That is but when you wake up, feeling. right when he wakes up and you have to go get him right away, it's like, oh my God. You don't get, you don't give yourself time to wake up. And yeah, you, and, you, and then you you're just to. you're just thrown into the fire. 
Mm-hmm. He's just all over the place. He's mayhem. Mayhem. <laughs> if the mayhem guy on the commercials was a ever, ever dies, ever dies, Wrigley could fill that spot. Yeah, for sure. He's got it covered. Mm-hmm. He's cuckoo. Yeah, and I feel like he's so much more mobile than like an average mobile baby. Yeah, he doesn't stop moving. Like there is no downtime. Like everyone, unless he's sleeping. Anyone who watches him is like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> insane how much this kid moves. How busy? Up, down, side to side, up, down. Yeah, he's everywhere, climbing on counters, throwing glasses, opening up drawers, spatulas, grabbing spatulas. He's obsessed with spatulas. Going upstairs, going downstairs, climbing on chairs, typing on computers. Yeah, and people probably think this is an exaggeration but he does not sit never never Uh, unless we're on a walk unless we're on a walk then he'll sit but if he'll or if he's drinking his morning milk sometimes yeah now he's walking around with it which is fine yeah but he walked around with it i mean he walked downstairs this morning with it Mm -hmm. with me um eating is sitting sometimes Unless he's snacking. Oh, yeah. He's so we got meals, walks, nap is the only time he is sitting and somewhat chill. Yeah. Well, it's good for him. It is. But that just shows like they just the other hours of the day are movement, motion. Yeah. And it's us making sure he doesn't fall off a cliff, (laughs) you know, or run into the street or. Yeah. Because he doesn't know yet. I think he is getting smarter where like he is aware of safety. Mm -hmm. Like I do think he's at the point where he wouldn't run into the middle of the road. I would hope not. I wouldn't like let it get to that or I would keep my eye off of him, but Mm -hmm. I don't think he would. Because when he gets close to edges, he gets pretty skittish and like careful yeah he just he's aware he's aware he knows yeah he's doing dangerous things carefully what else about uh pregnancy could you give um sorry to switch the subject so quick there but (laughs) any tips you turn (laughs) (laughs) any tips or tricks or anything to for any maybe future moms out there listening to do during pregnancy like maybe help it out or I think it's not so much during but also before I mean you can always prepare for pregnancy get in a workout routine get in to um, eating really well and supporting your body that is always a good thing is to start before you even get pregnant right and then while pregnant I mean depends how it goes for you if you're someone who is nauseous only wants buttered noodles or buttered bread you just eat that just eat it enjoy it just take that until you feel better and once you feel better then get back into eating really well the colors of the rainbow if you will because that's literally all you can do everything you eat obviously goes to baby 
And then that like sets up their life. Isn't that a weird thing to think about? Yeah. So like if you're eating McDonald's every day. That baby ain't gonna. The baby's probably gonna like McDonald's when they come <laughs> out. They're gonna crave McDonald's. They're not gonna latch. They're just gonna want a McFlurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oreo, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come out. Can I get an Oreo McFlurry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, preventative stuff or just like starting before you. Prenatal vitamins. I yeah. mean, I think every, that's like a must take, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Silence. Silence is golden. I just think all the things I think about when you ask these questions is I go to my Instagram account and all the accounts I follow <laughs> just talk about how some of them, not all of them, talk about how, I don't know, like a prenatal is not necessary. You can get everything you need through proper diet mm. or... What was the other question you said? Oh, like tips for tips for, for future pregnancy. pregnancies and or future moms. There's one account I follow who just is solely on um, preparing for pregnancy, getting your nutrition to where it needs to be. This account worked on her health for two years prior to getting pregnant. Like those are just the things I see. I take take a prenatal because I know I don't get enough vitamins and minerals and whatever I need to just get it through food. Yeah. I'm not that good at eating. You're pretty good. You're pretty good about your diet. I try, but... We get Papa John's, though. Yeah. Papa John's is good. Shout out Papa John's. And No free ads. No, not Domino's. Domino's is gross. I don't like Domino's. I might get hate for that. People might be like, what? You don't like Domino's? I don't know. I think it makes your breath smell terrible. Doesn't all pizza? That garlic bread. What? With the garlic crust. But what about the garlic butter that you dip the Papa John's in? Yeah, that's true. It's the same thing. I think I ate too much Domino's in college to like it anymore. See, it's kind of nostalgic for me. Just going back to elementary school, all the pizza parties were always Domino's. Yeah. It was so good. We had a Domino's right below us in college, and every night the bus that would bring us from downtown back up the hill would stop right in front of Domino's, and I'd stop and get a pizza like every night. Is there seven or eight bucks or something? Every night. So in a week, on I mean, average. No, no. On average, how? night that I would go out. So Thursday, so maybe, Friday, Saturday. Maybe once or twice a okay. weekend. Definitely would be getting Domino's like once a weekend. College Mitch. College Mitch. Big Domino's guy. Love Domino's. <laughs> Shout out to that Domino's in Mankato. Yeah. On top of the hill. He is who he is because of you. Yeah. Today. <laughs> you built character Domino's. Yeah, that's, that's what you did. <laughs> um, anyways, how did we, where were we before that? We were talking about tips and tricks. Oh, tips and tricks. I don't know. Just stay healthy. What about parenting in general? Like, what about, what do you think about that? How's that experience been so far? You just hear her breathing. <laughs> <laughs> she Lula's might starting start to make fu- some noises, yeah, so we might have start. to shut it down here in a little bit, but. I don't know. Parenting, I feel like just, you just do. 
Yeah. You just take it day by day and just kind of, I don't know. It's nothing to be scared of. No. It's so natural. It's different with each stages. Yeah. Like with a newborn, you just, you just love on them. You hold them, you cuddle them, you feed them when they need it. You just be there with them. With Wrigley, <laughs> you, it's a, it's a battle. I mean, you have to, because he wants all this independence, he want, you have to give it to him somehow in a safe way. Give him his independence. Yeah. Give him his independence, but somehow be in control still. Like, right. like spatula example. He can get in our spatula drawer. It's just full of spatulas. He can, he can't see it, but he can just reach in it. So he'll pull out all of them. Or he'll ask for one and we'll go over there and show him and he'll say no to every single spatula. But the second you pick him up, show him the drawer, he'll pick one you already offered to him. But because he got to pick it, you know, that's what he wants. Isn't that wild? That's just humans right there. That's just like, that's just normal development. Yeah. That's just a toddler being a toddler. Like giving him the option makes him feel in control. That's all he wants to right. do is feel in control. Yeah. Don't we all though? Like that's how we are as adults too. Yeah, but it's way more extreme. Well, yeah, because we're more mature, from... of course. But like he's just figuring it out. He's, he's still figuring out life. I know. I mean, he's trying to figure it out. He doesn't understand that mom and dad are trying to help him. <laughs> yeah. We're trying just, to. We're just trying to raise a good child it's tough it's tough not to get angry sometimes as oh, a parent yeah. it but is. it's really important to not get angry patience you have to be so patient and it then when you key. think of how patient you have to be go 20 times further yeah i was pretty impatient before i feel like within the last couple months you've gotten i don't know what happened light like, years better like a switch yeah something happened that's kind of how i something am something clicked in your brain that's just how i am though like yeah you can just kind of turn it on yeah well, like i get to a point where it's just like oh i need this i have to figure this, this out. is way easier yeah why was i why was i the way i was before yeah it's i don't know why easy. that's such yeah. an interesting thing i would love to figure out somehow some way why my brain works that way yeah i don't know like it just like one day it just clicks and i'm patient right that's a weird thing to just just like develop that overnight yeah (laughs) is what it felt like especially after probably training your brain for the last 12 years on just impatience Mm -hmm. with like our cell phones and the instant gratification or the instant gratification yeah that's the word that's the word that's the word i was looking for Mm -hmm. that we get where it's just next 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 yeah add so our brains are just always wired but we don't like remember i feel like we don't remember anything or we don't remember things as well because everything is so instantaneous no we don't retain it there's no long-term memory it's all short-term right it's just in one ear out the other unless you actually study it but who studies social media some people probably do yeah you probably should i mean there's a lot of benefits to it if you use it in the correct way oh yeah social media is a great tool but can be detrimental if you let it can develop a lot of bad habits Mm -hmm. it's always good to take a break 
Absolutely. If you feel that it's necessary. Nece- yeah. Or it's yeah. getting out of hand. Right. Or like, you're developing bad habits or. Right. Like I took a break back earlier this year for like a month. Right. Because when I would go on there, I would just get angry just with what people were posting and it would just drive me nuts. What were people posting? Was there something going on? Just. At that point? Just everything going on in the world. Right. Everyone's opinions on politics. Oh, yeah. Everyone was just spewing their opinions everywhere. Yeah. And just and like, everything going on in the world. if your opinion wasn't the same, it's just like you can go to hell. Or just like it's just always a double standard. Yeah, it is always, always con- a double standard. Everything always contradicts itself. Yeah. And it's just like social media is not like someone post a picture of stats like do you actually know it's true or not right you just or did you just find this off or did you small or did you retweet it because you agree with it even though you don't even know if it's true yeah like you just see that and i'm like this is stupid like do you actually know or like a bill that was passed did you actually read the bill yeah all there was one bill i read granted i did not 30 pages granted granted no it was like two pages oh some I'm sure some of them are, but this one was not was short, and I did not exactly know what I was reading. There's some big words in there. I'm not a lawyer, like yeah, that's what they do. They put big governor. words in there to confuse us. Yeah, and so like at least I took the time to read a bill and try to understand what, what the heck's going on, what the heck was going on, instead of just retweeting something because I saw something that was retweeted and I was like. Is that true or not? Retweeted. Why do you keep saying retweeted? You're not even Sorry. on Twitter. Uh, reposted. reposted. Like someone's story. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I say retweeted. Um, but I remember seeing a post and I just questioned it. I was like, is that real? I don't remember if I agreed with it or disagreed with it, but I was like, is that even real? I'm going to go read the bill. So I read the bill. I don't remember if it was real or not. I don't remember. <laughs> Great story. But I went. Round of applause. But it, it just showed. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I went and like tried to understand it better. Yeah. People true. don't, people don't right. do that. Yeah. People just see it and re- repost it. And then four minutes later, you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Months later. I don't know. I don't remember. Because I don't remember if I agreed with it or not. I just right. went to read the bill. And so I don't know. But Based uh, on yeah. if I agreed with it or not, if the bill was correct or right. if that post was correct. No, it's but all I, just. But I took the time to learn, yeah. try to see before I reposted something. Right. Yeah. Instead do do just, a little research instead of just clicking. Yeah, because not ev- there is so much power in language. Yeah. Words can be so easily manipulated. Amen to that, sister. <laughs> where's the round of applause uh, uh, we're gonna save that but we do have we have some funny um some funny tracks here <laughs> on our new audio thing that we'll be using throughout the season but i mean we've been going for how long i think 52 minutes now holy cannoli so we can probably call it is there any closing all statements right, you'd like to make <laughs> yeah all right peace <laughs> <laughs> Closing statements. Any closing statements? Any fun facts? Any uh, um, just to wrap it all up, we welcomed a baby girl named Lula. Baby girl Lula. Uh, fun fact: her name, where we got it, or where I found it, I found it, um, 
on the social security list, the government from 1880. We probably went through. Or 1890. 3,000. Would you say 3,000 we plus names? So many names. So many names. And we'd like it for a week and we'd Every turn it night off. we'd go or, we'd go through 100 names. Yeah. Boy and girl. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, there she is. She's trying to say hello. Miss Lady. This is her first appearance on the Bauer Hour. This is as fussy as she gets. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, a little bit. Recap. So name where we got it. She arrived. Wonderful. She's been a blessing. She's amazing. We love her so much. She's the cutest little girly girl. Is this your Miss America pitch? Yeah. Yeah. We love her so much. We're so blood. <laughs> I mean, look at of her. Of course we I are. I mean, She's... look at her. Yeah. The little cute girl. Yeah, little cute cuddles. Uh, what cuddly. Pregnancy. Just do what feels right. Feels right. Reach out to Amy if no. you have any questions <laughs> about pregnancy. Why not? I'm not a professional. Yeah, but if people, I think that you do a lot of research on a lot of stuff. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to her or don't. Maybe she's <laughs> looking at me like, don't tell them to reach out to me. <laughs> I mean, you can. You I don't can. know, but I'm not a, not a expert. Yeah. You don't have to be an expert, but you've I been through it twice. I just have been pregnant twice, and okay, well, you had two good pregnancies, and I'm sure. I think I'm just who... lucky. I think I'm fortunate. Yeah, maybe. I don't know that anything I did could have done that, other than working out with Wrigley that made my labor really easy. Sometimes you Anyways, create your own luck. I don't know what I did to deserve that, but you ate a healthy diet and you moved your body. Is it? Yeah. And you didn't sit on your bum. No worked all right well that concludes episode one <laughs> <laughs> i think i already said the date and time right october 9th october 9th yeah because she's been a week old beautiful all right well thank you guys for listening if you made it this far we may have yeah, rambled and we may, yeah we may have said stuff a couple times but or took a detour but we still learning oh yeah i was gonna say what to expect in season two yeah um which I don't really know. I don't necessarily have a exact plan, but I just know that I'm going to have a bunch of different people on. You have and a guest list, and I have a huge guest list. You have a lot of cool content and wanna, that will come from that. Yeah, and I have a bunch of different like types of dynamics that I want on, like mm -hmm. certain uh -oh. two sums and three sums or whatever it is. But um, I'll probably have Nick involved quite a bit still, um, but there might be some episodes where he's not as involved um honestly like i said i'm still figuring it out but i do have a really cool guest list and we're just you know we're out here just trying we're figuring it out day by day yeah. we're putting one foot in front of the front of the other and most importantly you're just having fun you're just having you're just fun. talking with people yeah we're just having conversations with our friends yeah it's the bauer hour o-u-r hour it's our podcast it's yes. the people's podcast yes yeah. okay anyways all right. Love Good you. Night. Bye. <laughs>
Everything you have done Why is everything so wrong? This is a happy end Come and give me your hand I'll take you far away I'm a new soul I came to this strange world Hoping I could learn a bit about how to give and take But since I came here Every possible mistake Gonna have to start calling this the Bauer hour and a half.